For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Ryan Roberts and Alex Gillstrap. We have a ranking show today after a long linebacker week. We're also then going to transition to a little bit of a break. I'm going on vacation. But before we get to that break, we want to share our top five linebackers in the same fashion that we've done on the previous shows. If you've missed the other position groups, go check them out. We've dissected this group a ton but it seems like the the resounding thought in this class quality group, there's some really nice quality names, day one, day two, that could be impactful starters, as well as some guys that have some interesting upside that we're going to continue to dive into today. Yeah, no, I, I would agree completely, Joe. I mean, there's there's a few guys that I'm not going to kind of, I'm not going to say them out loud because then you guys will kind of have more of an understanding of who might be my top five, but there was a lot of guys that I just did not get to that I'm very interested mm-hmm. in. Same. So, yeah, R.I.P. Peyton Wilson, man. R.I.P. Peyton Wilson, just injuries and getting arrested and all good stuff. Oh, so, is he, yeah. he's off the board? Oh, uh, man, he's off the board, yeah. I was going to ask about that is, is like, do where do we slot him? I didn't watch him because I kind of was in that, that mental state that you are where Dude. it's like, is it really worth it? So he got hurt in 2021 in the first game, and he's had mm-hmm. now – multiple shoulder injuries and Bad he's, for mi- he's missed he's missed like two seasons like basically the whole seasons now during his college career and he was arrested during his freshman year as well so like nah it's not gonna happen but his film in 2020 was fantastic but like what do i do with that you know like it's a little tough a little tough but right. he's a good football player if he ever gets past those issues but i guess we'll see yeah i feel i feel like this linebacker class this year um is really interesting because at the top, I think you see a lot of your underclassmen. You typically do at a lot of positions. Um, but I'm really, really interested because there's a lot of names down the board um, that are fifth, six-year seniors for that COVID year that I feel like we've been talking about for two, three-plus years. And mm. it's that age-old story of when are they going to put it all together and take that step forward. And I'm I'm wondering if we're going to talk about if y'all are going to bring or I'm going to bring any of those guys up. But – um, it's, it's a weird class. There's a, there's a lot of names there that I recognize from years previous watching, uh, summer films, some that I didn't even get to watch their 2021 stuff as we talked about pre-show. Um, mm-hmm. but overall, I think this is honestly a better class than the average at the position. I really, I really don't mind the top. I think we have a handful of guys that are top 50, you know, potential type guys, uh, going into next year's draft. So, I'm interested to talk. I'm interested to get y'all's thoughts because I haven't listened to y'all's uh, breakdown episode so far. I usually Joe, go back can, after the fact. Joe and Alex, can we do a quick game? Let's do a quick yeah, let's game. Play. Let's begin. Tell me, you don't tell me, don't tell me in order, obviously. But what conferences are your players from? 
conferences. Uh, SEC, Big, uh, Big Ten, and American. Same, 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 same. Oh, same you totally. Thing. I was so I was saying this when you got up, Ryan. Yes, uh, I know for a fact my number five guy you have on your list. Then, if you if you have an American so? guy, yes, you think so? Is it is it is it a, is it a very random school? Oh wait, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking Atlantic Coast Conference. No, no, I do not have an American. Okay, uh, never an mind. American Athletic Conference. I do Alex, have an AAC. What do you have? I have SEC in no order. I have SEC, ACC, um, Big Ten, and Pac-12. Interesting. So I, the I Washington kid did make it onto the list. I know. Joe, I know who the AAC kid is, I think. Okay, when we get to me, you're going to guess it, and then we'll say. <laughs> okay. So- Alex is going to kick, kick us off, as he did last week, again, with his fifth-ranked guy. Before we do, though, I want to tell you folks about Bet Online Betting for baseball's back. This is being released a few days after we're recording this, and uh, I'm back into my full swing of betting. Still not a big baseball fan, which kind of hurts to say with, with Alex here uh, tuning in in the Brave Stadium. Yeah, you know what? I, list, I actually started listening to one of the episodes. I don't know which one it was, which breakdown linebacker episode I started uh, earlier this morning. But y'all started hating on baseball, and uh, y'all mispronounced. Uh, it's not Jose Rodriguez. That was in the home run derby. It's Julio Rodriguez. Uh, y'all kept saying Jose. At oh, the, I'm, a job, job. I'm a jackass. Job, job. Well, I'm still pissed because it still cost me money. I was gonna, I was gonna win 140 dollars, man. Maybe you, maybe you would have won that bet if you knew what his name was. Oh, shut up. Yeah, um, you probably put, you probably put it for the wrong name. <laughs> well, if you're like me and you're in a, you're a, no, I didn't. I because I know Soda won. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't another Rodriguez participating. If you're like me and you're a hack. And you don't pay attention to baseball, but you somehow still bet on it. And you want to have some fun while you're waiting for the football season to get back. Go to Bet Online, which has all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including uh, Major League Baseball, latest fight, uh, ah, latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE. To get the bonus and get into the action, bet online where the game starts. All right, guys, Alex, we're going to start us off here with your number five player for the 2023 linebacker class. Who you got? Yeah, my number five uh, player is going to be a little bit more of a wild card, and it's more of just I'm putting my stamp on this guy question mark here, and that's someone I talked about last year, really liked. Uh, we've already hinted at it, University of Washington's. Ede Fuan Ulofosio, someone that figure uh, out if that's the, the 100% right pronunciation. Uh, first name, right a year. It's it it's Ulof, it's, it is Ulofosio. I know for okay. sure. Last name, first name. I wasn't very confident. I just went with it. Um, this guy just really understands. He reads the play in front of him really, really well. He just has great eyes, and I think at the linebacker position. Uh, you know, we bet on traits in this in this industry, looking at you know prospects. But I just feel like eyes are such an underrated aspect of the linebacker position over, you know, athletic traits. You just see those guys translate better usually uh, at the next level of the last handful of years, at least. Um, and I just feel like he really, he really understands where the ball is at. He, he, he fills run, uh, run gaps, you know, exactly where he needs to be. He just, he's someone that's always where he needs to be. And I don't see too many athletic limitations in this game to think, 
you know, this is a good college player without without having some success at the NFL level. Um, the only question mark with him for me right now is is the injury he's coming off of. He had an injury-riddled uh, 2021 season, put him out for the season, um, which caused him to come back. He's going to be the veteran on that Washington defense, and I'm just really, really excited to see what he does fully healthy because I remember this time last year when talking about the linebacker position, position I had him top three going into that mm-hmm. year. Um, obviously, falling a little bit further back is a testament to this, the top of this class, but also, you know, injury, you know, question marks there is is, is in that valuation as well. But I'm really, really excited to see what Ulo Foscio has. Just a quick, quick thought before I know Ryan's going to give a good background on him. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of funny how these Washington guys last year and the team in general, I think we had high expectations for like I think of him and Jackson Kirkland. And it, there were plenty of guys that we talked about in last class from Washington not so much that they all underwhelmed, but it's it's kind of funny that we're back here again talking about a lot of these same guys that were from that Washington team that is now under a completely new direction. Yeah, at least uh, at least Kalen DeBoer is in now. He should he's got to be better than uh, what was the last one? Jimmy Jimmy Lake, right? Was yeah, that was that the, terrible? Yeah, he was. He's a really good defensive back coach, but he's just not a not a head coach. So cool tidbit on. Alafoscio, Joe, you ready for this one? Yeah. Unranked recruits mm-hmm. walk on Love from Ala- from Alaska. My man was was training by built tough, chasing fish, chasing dude, elk. He was he was fighting <laughs> he was fighting polar bear, dude. Like, uh, Are there polar bears in Alaska? No, no, no. there's not. That's a joke. <laughs> but went over. <laughs> It didn't go over my head. I'm, I'm questioning it. That was a All weird right, joke. Joe, there's no Joe, polar bears in Alaska. Fine. He he was diving in the in the ice cold water and fighting orcas. Is that better for you? Yes. That's the lot Okay. Better. Awesome. He's 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 chasing penguins. Is that better for you, sir? Yeah. I don't there's know. No if there's no penguins in Alaska, in Alaska either. Holy there's, crap! I'm, it's a joke. Holy Be shit! Be better. Go watch, <laughs> go watch Animal Planet. Jesus. Uh, Joe, gotta guess your guy now. You have an AAC guy, right? Yeah. Nick Hampton from App, App State. It is not Nick Hampton. My Whoa, guy at number five. Is this? Okay. Dorian Williams from Tulane. So Dorian Williams, I watched. I know Ryan hates this one. Uh, I don't Dorian hate Williams, it. I, I, I liked Dorian Williams last year, but go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So Dorian Williams, I watched. Uh, we didn't have a lot of film on him, but I flipped him on against Oklahoma, and he wasn't on the field the entire game. They kept rotating him with the various sub packages that they use. But he, he was fun to watch. I think he's got a really nice build. I, I don't think he's a twitchy, super twitchy athlete like some of these other guys that we're going to talk about that we've discussed so far for this linebacker grouping. But I think he's got deceptive strength. There was one play at the goal line where uh, I watched uh, him take on a blocker and a ball carrier and stop forward progression by the ball carrier at the line of scrimmage. So despite not being a massive linebacker, has – some deceptive strength to him. And the other thing, too, that just I, I was attracted to is him being a really clean tackler. It's very hard to shake a guy like this, and I thought he had very, very nice instincts. I, I think there's some projection with some of the other guys on my list, some of the other guys that we're going to bring up on this show because of some deficiencies in instincts, and maybe uh, they are a little bit more traits. I think he's less traits more polish and that's why i liked him i think that like i think he deserves to be in the discussion and heck i i would take him 
a late day two after some of these other guys, wow. like round three. I, I, I think he's somebody you can plug in and, and could play play Will or, I, I mean, maybe even Mike. He's He moves well. And, again, the instincts is, is a big thing for me. That's an interesting one. So, Joe, I liked him last year because he was a guy that, you know, was draft eligible for the 2022 NFL draft. And he actually played a lot of, like, overhanging in space during yeah. the 2020 season. I haven't seen any of the 2021 though. That's why I don't, I just don't have enough context for that one though. But Joe, was, I have not, wa- I've not watched okay. him. I'm excited. I like that you, you went out on a limb on someone different because uh, I did, I didn't even know that name to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I stumbled onto him and I'm like, you know, instead of watching, I, I wrote down, I was going to watch Nick Herbig. And then I was like, you know, instead of Herbig, I'm going to watch Dorian Herbig. Williams and watch a small, small school guy. And I, I, I really liked him. There's, one clip I'm going to post later, uh, it, albeit it was against a receiver, but this receiver came up to try and block him, and he absolutely like decleats him just with like a little bit of a pop, like it's just like a, a quick punch to get him off. But this, I, who's was seventeen Marvin Mims yes. for Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah, it was. He completely yep. plants Marvin Mims with with like the lightest punch. So like that was one thing that was like, oh, I'm so in on him. I love this. <laughs> Marvin Marvin Mims is a little guy, so it makes little sense. Little that was oh man, I used to. That was my favorite moment, Joe. When when wide receivers would try to block you, and you just laugh at them. So it's my favorite right. favorite thing ever. Right. Number five for me. I'm going yes. to the SEC, Joe, not the AAC. I got Owen Popo from mm. Auburn as my fifth ranked guy. Six foot, two twenty four, verified. Odd body type though, because you're like six foot, two twenty four. All right, smaller guy. Joe, he has a longer wingspan than Jack Campbell. He's got 33, wow. 33 and 30, uh, thir- sorry, 33 and three fourth inch arms. So nearly 34 inch arms and has a 79 inch wingspan, Holy which crap. is l- both longer than Jack Campbell, who is six foot four and three eighths. So this guy's got length to him. He doesn't have height, but he oh, has nice. length. Yeah. And he's a former five star, really athletic kid. Estimated somewhere four fives in the forty yard dash. Twitchy dude changes direction well, and his eye discipline's pretty good. Uh, there's just going to be there's going to be some limitations as far as like stacking at the point of attack because he's a little bit of a smaller guy, and he's actually more his play style screams more Mike to me than Will, which makes him a little bit of an odd player. But I like Owen Popo. He's a he's a really nice mover has physicality to him and has some length. So he's not going to miss a ton of tackles because not only does he have speed, he also has a huge tackle radius. So Owen proposed a fun watch out of Auburn, which he's a weird one because former five-star recruit who doesn't really get talked about much. And he's played a lot of football for Auburn. So uh, get him on your radars a little bit. I think he's a good football player. Yeah, he's he's also the captain of I think that side of the football as well for Auburn, which at the linebacker position is always a check you know check box there. Um, and I think he's I think he's one of the leaders in that Auburn um, locker room. So um, I know he's done well in the NIL. I see his name more in NIL yeah. than I do as him as a prospect, which probably is to your point, Ryan. He's not talked about enough on the field, um, yeah. but yeah, he's he's a good fun football player. I like him in coverage. I think he. I think he's going to, you know, project well as a coverage backer. Um, a little undersized, but with that length, I think. I think he has the athleticism and length to to do some damage in space as a as a coverage defender. It's yeah. it's super funny how many prospects Auburn has, but they're just still not a not a very good football team. Um, number four, yeah, coach. Him. Number four. Let's go back to you, Alex. Who do you have at number four? 
Number four, going back into the well of uh, guys I liked last year. I had this guy ranked number one last year. Oh, Ryan, do you let remember me guess. this? Let me guess. Let me guess. Yep. Jack Campbell. Yeah. Do you remember us talking uh, about Jack Campbell this time last yes. year? Yep, Jack Campbell, he's, he's – I love size, athleticism. I feel like right now he's a good football player. Um, but with that size and athlete, I'm not going to say he's like an obscene athlete, but he is what six foot four. He's massive on the football field. I think he plays really well in coverage and I, I think he's pretty loose as an athlete. I don't think he's ridiculous. Like I said, but he's loose as an athlete. I just really like watching Jack Campbell. I think he plays football and he comes down and he, 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 doesn't hesitate against contact. He plays well in coverage. He really is a three down backer. And that's what I really, really like about him. And I think he, his size profile projects to having more upside than, than what's been tapped into at Iowa so far. Cause I know he was um, a little under recruited. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I went last year. I remember going back and talking about that, how I was, was busy, basically the, the best landing spot for him. Um, don't know if he was from Iowa or not, but um, yes, he, he was. He, he, uh, well, then fitting enough. Um, but no, Jack Campbell's got the the athletic ceiling, I think, with his already floor that's in place as him as a current football player. I think I think this guy can walk in as a rookie and, and play meaningful snaps and play every down at, at the NFL level. See that, Alex? I listen, man. When, man, meanwhile, you do. When, I'm glad you remember that. When we're given context and we're giving you know our analysis on players, Joe just goes on his phone and he completely turns us off. I what? Listen, sir. Shut I up. Listen. Shut up. Listen. And Joe, it's a perfect segue because I also have the Hawkeye Hammer at number four. Is Jack that his Campbell. nickname? No, no, I just made it, it up. It is now. It is now. Oh, it is now. You got to tell them to put it on a shirt. Yeah, I mean, in the in NIL. the world of NIL, absolutely, man. The Hawkeye Hammer. I would buy a shirt that said the Hawkeye Hammer, if I'm being honest. But Alex, I owe you an apology. Yeah, I remember you, last year. You uh, last year, I, last year, I made fun of your Jack Campbell stuff because he hadn't played much in 2020. He only played a couple games. Ryan's a hater, and he played a lot last year and had 143 tackles. And he's got six four and three ace. He's 248 pounds, and I just called him the Hammer because that's exactly what he is, man. He gets downhill. He has very bad intent as a player. He's going to take on blockers. I think his power profile still needs to keep improving. He needs to add more weight to that frame, but he has a physical style. I think he's a, a, a sufficient af- a athlete all the way around. I don't think he's ever going to be plus in coverage, but I think he's good enough as far as foot quickness and straight line speed to be in, in every down mic. I do. And me and Joe broke him down this week. <clears throat> I like Jack Campbell. I would I would draft him in the second round. I think he's a good football yeah. player. I think that's that's one of my top fifty remarks. I think that yep. makes sense for him. For the sake of continuity, Campbell's actually my number three. I, I had him as my number three linebacker. I'm a, a little bit higher on him than I, I think that you guys actually I'm I, I'm in agreement with you guys. I just have him slightly higher on my list because I'm not as high on one particular think, player that I know Ryan yes. likes. Yes, which yes. Is, we'll get. Wait until you hear this one, Alex. Wait until you hear this one. Wait until the, you hear the hate slower. that I have. But uh, just to round out Jack Campbell, because you guys hit everything. The, the size is immaculate. It's fantastic. He's huge, and I think that he is somebody who plugs right in, contributes early as a Mike linebacker. He's old school. He can still cover, uh, but teams that have that old school mentality, which despite teams being progressive, are always going to like guys like this. Uh, Hard nosed mean tackler and that stuff is fantastic but my number four actually i know it is his teammate justin jacobs no is that who you're gonna guess i'm so good 
Uh, okay. Justin Jacobs, though, we have this long discussion on how do you project him because he was a sub-package guy primarily at Iowa. Uh, Dane Belton was coming in a lot, and that took Justin Jacobs off the field. He was a pain in the ass to try and watch because it was a lot of tapping through, skipping five seconds, hoping that he was on the field, and then trying to locate him on the field. But athletically, coverage skills are amazing. Are, are Not amazing is maybe an extreme word to use, but they're really good. They're polished because that was a lot of what he was asked to do was to play in coverage. He's somebody who can stick with and stay with receivers and tight ends if he needs to. And I like his zone drops. He's got fluid hips. The only thing that we need to see more of is him playing in the box. That role, as Ryan said on the show that we did, covering Justin Jacobs, it does that translate to the NFL. And I think that he's the capabilities to play Will at the next level, and he's shown that ability to track the ball down the line of scrimmage, navigate traffic, and make plays at the line of scrimmage. He shows the ability to do that, just not often enough that we can fully buy in. But I think that number four as a, as a late day two pick is, is pretty realistic for Justin Jacobs. Looks the part, man. 6'4", 238, long arms, athletic. Everything's there. It's just, Fluid. like you said, the, the position is the only thing that worries me a little bit. Like I want to see him more in a true stacked position, but the talent's all there. There's no question. Yeah, I kind of saw him just kind of like in passing while watching Campbell more in-depth. I didn't watch him as in-depth, but you did see the flashes in coverage, like his foot quickness at his size, his length. It, sh- it shows up, and and I, I do agree with you. You don't see him in the box. Like when it comes from the end zone cam, he's just not in the picture. He just he just isn't going to be. Um, so Justin Jacobs, I, there were a couple of times I saw on tape where he'd come up on the line of scrimmage, make a play on like an outside you know zone player pitch, and – and he'd, he'd get him in the backfield, so I'd, I don't have too much issue with his tackling ability, at least from the, the little bits I watched. But I do agree, you know, more traditional role might serve him well as far as projecting him forward. So number three for me, Joe, because you already, you already dropped your three, right? Yeah. So with Jack Campbell. Number three for me no is Henry cool. Toho, uh, who is – Oh, no. What? what? That high on Sewell? Oh God, Joe! Are we gonna do this right oh, now? Before yes, yes, we're gonna do this. Go ahead, Henry. <laughs> I mean, go do Henry. I just call him Talk Henry out. Soul because you're messing with my mind too much right now. Henry Solotoo. Okay, go ahead. Star linebacker for Alabama, 113 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, four sacks last year in his first season after transferring to Tennessee. This is my type, man. He is six foot seven eighths, 230 pounds. He's flexible, easy mover, changes directions really well. This is your true will. I think he can play Mike in certain situations. Flows to the football. Eyes are relatively good. Just, just everything's there from a talent perspective. So I'm in on Henry Toto. That's a yeah. Top I, th- I, th- player. I think Toto has got it between the years. He just yep. understands the game of football. I, I, this is another guy we talked about last year, uh, dating back to the summer. Didn't uh, declare for this this last year's draft. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm 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 a fan. I like I like Toho Toho. Toho Toho, and you're smirking a little bit. And I wonder. So Toho Toho is my number two. I don't. I, I hate to keep jumping ahead, but my number like, two as well. I, I I don't. Okay, so we'll we'll go in that sense, but we'll let yep. you get to your number three. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more about Toho Toho because we both have him at two. I don't want to backtrack for the sake of discussion to keep coming back to guys. But Toho Toho, I think you guys hit the nail on the head here. He's one of those guys that you watch and then you're like, I don't really find a whole lot wrong with him. Like you can't really pinpoint 
deficiencies that concern you and he just does everything right. He doesn't do everything at like an elite level enough where you're like, wow, this is a top 15 pick, but you watch him and everything across the board, nice athlete, instinctive, always knows where he needs to be, is always near the football. Uh, not like crazy big and is, is pretty lean was the one thing, major knock that I had on him. But I like him. And I said when we did the Toho Toho breakdown of him, the scouting report, this is somebody who I take in the top 50 players. And I could see, considering Quay Walker was a first-round pick, I could see Toho Toho being a, a trade back into draft type of a player uh, in this upcoming draft class. Yeah, so so y'all know the Madden ratings been coming out. That's all that Twitter's been talking about. Tooto is one of those players that if you did an attributes grade on all the different you know um, you know things you look for at the linebacker position when when scouting, he's probably not going to rank in the top three and very much, top five and very much. But he's a top three linebacker in football, top three prospect. He because he because he checks all the boxes. He just won't be a ninety nine speed, ninety nine strength, ninety. You know, he's he's not going to be up there. He's not going to be one of those guys where he he really excels in one specific category. But this guy just does everything right. He's always where he needs to be. He has you know good athleticism, not great. He has good strength, not great. But the guy knows where to be. He he's there when he needs to be. He makes plays. He tackles. He he can mm. play and cover. He can really just do it all. Just nothing about his his physical you know person is really wowing you. Joe, we should do a we should do a Madden rating thing for prospects somehow. Like That'd who has the ninety nine speed? Who has the ninety nine strength? That would that be would fun. be that would be I'm fun. Throw may, it out there. May, maybe it could be like a good. Twitter post from the from the account actually now that I think about it. That could be, be fun. Fun fun, fun could, conversation. That could be a fun conversation. Alex, we skipped your number three for the sake of conversation. Who was it? Yeah, so uh judging off your reaction to this name, Noah Sewell, uh, I'm assuming he's not in your top five. He is not in my top five, bro. So, That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. 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 I mean, I'm not Listen, Noah Sewell gets all the hype in this class. He's uh-huh. he's the name that we've been looking forward to. He's the you know, we look forward to the Trevor Lawrence, you know, come that year at the quarterback position. Sewell's been the linebacker equivalent as far as we've known about this guy for a couple years now. Uh, especially his brother being Penny Sewell helps. Uh, but this guy's physically a freak. I mean, that size, that explosiveness, that sideline to sideline speed that he has, downhill speed, power. This guy's pretty fun. Now he 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 has moments of lapse, uh, you know, as far as understanding, you know, play design and coverage. I'm not going to say he's a plus coverage defender or anything like that. Um, misses some tackles that are a little bit frustrating, but athletically, size. There's so much upside here, and if he can, it's one of those. If he can put it together, this guy has all pro potential. I mean. He's just that kind of guy, you know. He's got that side. They just don't make. I can, he, I can they just see don't make that him as, like him. J- yeah, Joe like, hates Noah. This Sewell. is all ceiling. I mean, I'm not right now. He's not starting in the NFL if he were to start tomorrow, based off his 2021 film at least, um, because there are deficiencies in his game that NFL athletes are going to be able to exploit, especially in the passing game. But I think this guy has the makings of being really freaking good if he can. If he can put a couple aspects, you know, just, just get a little better in a couple ways, passing and tackling. That's really what I need. All right, Ryan, I'll let you talk. I have a comp, Joe. I have a comp. He's, he's taller, but he reminds me of Bobby Wagner. 
That's it. Physical, fast, aggressive, downhill. Yes, that's it. Yeah, you have I, I struggle about him. Alex, you should go. You should go back to our our conversation because uh, Joe and me were very opposite on Noah Soul, which is why Noah Soul is my number two linebacker in this class. What everything Alex said. I mean, this is a true Mike. I think he could do some things in pursuit though too, because he's got some nice straight line uh, acceleration, in my opinion. He has pretty good flexibility. I've seen him kind of contort yeah. his body in very different ways and be able to recover and not lose balance, and he comes with a lot of force. Now, there is some missed tackles because he goes for knockout shots a lot and uh, it doesn't always wrap up, but yep. I think he has superstar potential as a run stopper at the next level. I really do. Yeah, this guy has bad intentions, and that's that's part of what I was commenting on. If this guy can just kind of hone it back a little bit, not try to make the superstar splash sports center top ten play – and just does what he's supposed to, which is not a physical limitation he has. It's just a mental makeup and what he wants to get out of this play. If he mm-hmm. can just settle down a little bit, his physical gifts are going to send him to the first round. If, if, if he can just settle down and just not try to do too much and try to make the splash play all the time, this guy is – he's built different. I will Alex, give – Did you say that was his – did you say that – sorry, Joe. Joe, no, I mean, Alex, did you say that, that was your number three, Noah Soul? Yeah, I love Toto. Um, I struggle with them too. I just, I, uh, Toto's floor, I just really think like he could start today in the NFL and be good. You know, like Sewell, there's a little bit more projection because some guys, they just can't make that transition from trying to be that. He has always been that superstar on the field, that guy that everyone looks at and is like, watch out for that guy. And if he can rein it back a little bit and just, just stay within himself, yeah, Sewell's got, probably the highest potential out of anyone in this class but right now there is a couple things missing for me and i'm a little bit skeptical if it it, that it all comes together the way i think it could i believe that simpson has higher potential than sewell and i understand the potential aspect of this i i see the athleticism um i think this is primarily a downhill player there were some instances where i thought he was slower than or he's not as fast as we think he is in redirecting. There was one play in particular that st- stood out in my mind, and I'll go pull it if I need to, where it took him way too freaking long to redirect. And for that reason, I think he's too heavy. I think he needs to lose weight. Um, the two big things that concern the hell out of me, and the reason why I think his floor is the reason why I would probably put him at linebacker six. And then I said, I'm not as willing to draft this guy on day two as you guys are. And you guys mentioned all the things that I think should be valued more with linebackers, which is the instincts. I don't think his instincts are are good enough for me to really buy into to ignore based on how athletic he is. Like his athleticism is nice, but I don't think that it, it it is enough to make up for those lack of instincts. But the tackling stuff just pisses me off. Like that, <laughs> like he's it's so he's so big and he's able to knock guys out, but. In the NFL, that's not useful. If you try to do that to Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor, you're not going to lay a big hit on him. You're getting your ass run over. Like I just think launching yourself without wrapping up is is one of the most annoying things to see with a linebacker. If you can't tackle as a linebacker, I'm sorry, but I'm out. I can't buy in. It is it is so annoying to watch because the linebackers are supposed to be the best tacklers in the field. They're supposed to be the best tacklers. You can make excuses for safeties and corners and defensive linemen that aren't as proficient at tackling, but linebackers are a lot of times the first person to get to the ball. And if you miss that tackle and you, and you fill your lane and you miss that tackle, 
oftentimes you sell out the rest of your team to give up a big game. I, I'm just not a fan of that stuff. Don't you think the tackling can get better though? It yeah, you said he it can't, can't tackle. Is it that he can't tackle or he just doesn't? Because I think I think this is just a mental switch, like just in his his approach to the game. So you know, here's what I will say: Dan Lanning coming in as the head coach, who is a very good defensive mind and is regarded as one of the the best up and coming coaches to take over that team. I have high expectations for Oregon, not next year, but in the future. If someone's going to get him right, it's going to be Dan Lanning. If he fixes the tackling, uh, my argument's out the window. And I'm willing to put him in the top five and I'm willing to concede. But if at the end of this cycle, he still hasn't figured out how to tackle and it's like slightly better or at the same, I, I just don't know how after all this time being such a highly rated recruit, being so athletic, that shows me he's not coachable enough to figure it out. How is he going to, how does that mean he's going to figure out in the NFL? Like if you can't listen to, to Dan Lanning in, a, in an SEC coaching staff, that's now in Oregon, what makes you think he's going to figure out in the NFL? That's just where like, I'm not getting it. I, w- I wish that Noah Sewell was a defensive end so we could see a Sewell versus Sewell matchup on the next level. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, are my, fa- are my arguments fair? It's fair. No, yeah, it's okay. fair. For sure. Okay. It's fair. Okay. It's fair. Right, I'm, I'm glad we're on the yeah. same page. Uh, yeah. Are we all Trenton Sim- Simpson gang? Who's Trenton Simpson? The Clemson linebacker. <laughs> uh, I was about to say. Yeah. Y'all thought I had someone wild at number one. <laughs> that would be great. Honestly. I mean, you had Jack Campbell last year, so yeah, yeah. it would true. be it would be a trend for you. Trenton Simpson is so freaking fun to watch, though. This dude is freaky athletic. We're, you guys are talking how much you like the explosiveness of Noah Sewell. I was in awe of how explosive <laughs> Trenton Simpson was. My man off the edge doesn't have any pass rushing skills, but Watching him just accelerate in an instant is is freaky scary to watch. He redirects. He's fluid. He is flexible. Uh, I like the way that he drops into coverage. And he's the type of player that, I mean, his instincts are pretty good, but he's somebody who maybe is in elite instincts, but the athleticism coupled with the level of instincts and vision that he has makes him a, a huge threat at linebacker. I think this is a top 15 pick. I think this one's a no-brainer, and this one should not be overthought. Probably will be because of the the positional placement and the Isaiah Simmons factor that we talked about on the show. But I, I love Trenton Simpson. I'm super high on him. The, and that that's the main point that I think some people are going to overthink him is, like you said, Joe, we just saw Isaiah Simmons play the same role, have roughly the same size profile, also a freaky athlete, transition to more of a stacked linebacker in the NFL. And he's just been a okay player he hasn't been very great yet. like he hasn't been very good yet he's still has potential out. though yeah he'll figure it out i think trenton simpson the good news is joe i, I heard this morning apparently they're moving him to will linebacker Let's this year go. oh even so, higher move him up the yeah. the, the board then <laughs> yep so if he's playing will man and i can see him stacked and i because i think that he has the aggressiveness as a player that i think that he can do it it's just you haven't really seen the eye discipline working from a traditional linebacker spot but if he can do that you're also going to couple the fact that he's 6'3", 230 with good length and explosiveness and can play man-to-man and, and short area quickness and everything's there to be a superstar. And uh, if he can if he can do those things in the box that we need to see, then I agree, top 10 player in this class for me. Yeah, pair those traits that you just mentioned, Ryan, with the fact that the guy has a motor. It's an energizer bunner, mm. bunny. He's He doesn't take plays. Uh, this guy is just all over the place. No deficiencies in his game. Uh, from an athleticism standpoint, uh, as a blitzer, as a coverage backer, sideline to sideline speed, he run fill, you know, gap fill. I, this 
he really just he wows you with his athleticism. He's he's jumpy at the screen. He 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 engages you as a as a watcher uh, because he's he's all over the place. He moves really really explosive. I mean, we talk about explosiveness. You know, uh, we use that term a lot, but this guy is the epitome of explosiveness. I mean, he just gets up and goes. Um, really really excited about him. I think this is like you said, Joe. I think this is top tip. Top ten, top fifteen, written all over it. Easily, he's um he he has a crazy frame too. Because I mean, I I originally when I first looked at him, I was like, that kid's two forty because he's just so muscular and just well put together. And you're just like, oh, he's still only two thirty though. Like, dude is, yeah, that's how, that's how you build a linebacker in the lab. That's they they look like Trenton Simpson. That's why I think honestly, even though he's going to be a will this year, if he ends up being a uh, a Fred Warner type of Mike. I wouldn't doubt it. Like I, I could think that it. it could happen. So he's got it, a very similar that. play style and frame to Fred Warner. That might be a good comp for him. And it's a good comp too, I think, because Fred Warner at BYU also played that overhang role the majority of his BYU career. So it was the same. Like, can he do those things stacked? Like we knew he can, he can work in space, but can he do this stuff stacked? And then now you're just like, yep, he can do everything at linebacker. And that's kind of how I feel, with Trent Simpson. Even though Joe, to your points, like. He's not like a nuanced pass rusher, even though they use him a little bit like that. But he still had six sacks. <laughs> like he's, he's just that dude, you know. The closing speed's silly. Yeah, D- delayed blitzes or heck, if you send him off the uh, off the off the edge and teams are aware of him, that's a good distraction to have. Like that's like somebody that like, oh my god, he's so fast. If we don't chip him or if we don't uh, rotate our pass co- or our side protection to his side. Mm-hmm. He's gonna make a play like that. That's a really good asset to have, and it it's kind of funny they even have him listed on the website as edge rusher slash linebacker, not on Do his position, really? but in his bio, like in the written uh, bio talking about him, it yeah. says. I'm, I'm really curious. Before we wrap, I just want to pull it up really quick. Uh, it says explosive linebacker and edge rusher who enters 2022 credited with 110 tackles and blah, blah, blah. So it says he's both in his written bio. Yeah, that's funny. So according to Ryan Roberts, I know someone's going to take this out of context. Uh, We have Fred Warner and we have Bobby Wagner in the class. So that's good. (laughs) I love how you (laughs) sure you did mention both of those names that people are going to call you the best linebackers we've seen in the last decade. So are these number one and number two overall? Who's Jack Campbell? Um, um Jack Campbell. It, oh, he's uh he's Leighton Vanderash, man. Remember? Oh yeah, you did give that. Which Ooh, I don't know if I that's like a that. great. Co- I don't know if that's a. It's a good comp. It's 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 a good comp. I like the. I like the comp actually more than I think you do, but it's yeah. not a good projection for him because like if that's what he turns nah. into, which is not great. Well, I mean, Leighton Vanderash was good before he's he started heavy. getting injured yeah, all the time. Neck injuries, bad. Yeah, um, was good early on. Early on in his career, he was a stud. All right, good note to wrap us up on. At Joe DeLeon, at Alex Skills Trip, at Rise and Draft. We've got more coming your way. Uh, after I'm back from vacation, we're going to talk la- defensive backs, safeties, corners, and then we should be walking right into the start of the college football season. Mock draft. Actually, no, we need to do the ultimate team. Forget the mock draft. We'll do yeah, the no, we're going to we're gonna do both. We're going to find for time sure. for both before, for we, sure. before we launch. Nope. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.